Hey friends, welcome to the Great Day Podcast. I'm your friend and host, Mayor K. And today I am joyous. I am happy. The LA sun is beaming it down upon me. And well, I'm also excited to be sharing this podcast with you with the one and only Adam Rose. And Adam is many things. He's an actor, he's a writer, an awesome human being with a wicked sense of humor. And more recently, he's become a TikTok sensation. He's received so much attention during the intense lockdown that took place in early 2020. And since then, he's garnered a large amount of following. He has a huge lo- loyal audience. We all t- we talk about social media. Adam shares some incredible insights about maneuvering in the social media space, how to avoid burnout while creating, and so much more. I really believe you're going to enjoy this conversation I had with Adam. I'm pumped that I've had the opportunity to do so, and I'm really excited to be sharing it with you right here right now. Adam Rose. Wow, wow, wow. All right, so here we go. The flow. Adam, let me ask you this. First off, first off, we know I, I'm, I'm deep diving into your, into your world and, and who you are, what you've been up to these yeah. past couple of years. We got to get you a Wikipedia page, brother. Like, you know, oh, yeah. what is up with, I know somebody, I mean, I'm checking out Mary Happy, whatever. You're the only actor on there that, you know, there's no clickable link there. You know what? I don't really know what the deal with that is. I don't know who makes Wik- Wikipedia Adam, pages. Or- Adam, it's a must. And I, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll send you over a contact. Someone I great over Fiverr, legit, that helped me make my Wikipedia page. You can, dude, you, you got, you, you, do people want to know? know? You got somebody on the inside? I got somebody on the inside. I got you. Okay. Within 48 right, hours, great. you will have a Wikipedia page. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait to see how, how, um, factual it is <laughs> <laughs> well the one you know what it's like anything else once you put it out there it's not it doesn't belong to us anymore you know it's it's the right. world it's the world That's but right. you know and, and we have to boost it up because the only wikipedia page out there right now for adam rose is a south african professional wrestler yes yeah, as you know been arrested for domestic violence um which was a really fun day for me because uh, all of a sudden, my picture starts showing up in some of the articles and my IMDb page, you know, where it lists all my acting credits, um, you know, in the news section, it started like populating there. And so I had to like get in touch with IMDb. My mom's wow. calling me like, Adam, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, you have to come back to Israel. Yeah. You have to hide you <laughs> in the kibbutz. Oh, wow, man, that is not great for PR. No, um, no. So I had to clean that up. Um, and hopefully that guy, you know, changes his name once again, because that's not even his real name. Oh, you're Adam, kidding. Adam Rowe, he, he, his name was uh, Leo Kruger. And then he, which sounds intimidating <laughs> and yeah. like more like a wrestler. Um, and then he decided to change his name to Adam Rose. And mm. um uh, my life has been different since then. Well, definitely had to. I'm sure complicated your uh, your handles on the socials. Is that is uh, that was that? Luckily, I had mine first, so that mm-hmm. yeah. So well, real I, Adam Rose. I, yeah, yeah, that's been that's been what I've I've been. I've real always Adam wanted Rose to keep it keep like it real. A decade. Yeah, yeah. As my friend says, keep it real, and if it's real, keep it. Ooh, yeah, that's deep. 
Yeah, we, real deep. Hey, man, it's not all fun and games on the on the Great Day podcast. You think I'm saying? I mean, we're gonna go, we're gonna go places, Adam. All right, buckle up, We are going. Uh, but yo, um, so anyways, I got you. So it'll be worth it for you. The Wikipedia page is on the house. But um, I want to throw it back now, back in January, January 2020. You yeah. did a a um, an interview with Tark talk talk nerdy with us right and you're there you're talking nerdy with them and uh and you're discussing the you know different avenues what you're up to and towards the end of the of the interview you start you start talking about tiktok and then the interviewer is like oh i know tiktok and you're so you're you're super surprised like what you know tiktok and this is like before covid before like i mean covid actually existed but like before the lockdown and and you're like projecting this tiktok it's gonna take over the world it's gonna be big and this is before obviously you blowing up on tiktok and like really getting an insane amount of following and it's just so cute to like, I use the word cute in this context to like hear it's you. Cute. Yeah, it's cute. You know, to like hear you like talk about how, how great technology is and you're showing up, you're, you know, you're, you're doing your research for you and, and you're, and you're, and you're creating content. Um, and then boom, COVID hits and little did you know, you'd become a, a massive TikTok cessation. Tell me how was, how has life been pre uh, pre TikTok fame and and how is it now? I, I, it's very similar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, aside from the fact that you know I stay home most of the time because because of the pandemic. Um, yeah, I mean everything's the same. You know, obviously I'm I'm an actor, so uh, I, I was doing a few TV shows uh, last year and and kind of leading up to the whole shutdown. Um, and then once that stopped, you know, I had a lot more time to to spend on my phone. Um, <laughs> and, and then, you know, TikTok sort of took over my life. And yeah, as you said, I, I sort of saw the potential with TikTok um, at least a few months before uh, I started gaining traction on there. And then since then, what I don't know, it it's been, um, I think the discoverability, uh, you know, I, I've been pretty, I would say I've been pretty adept at social media for a while. I haven't had, you know, huge success on social media up until recently. Um, but uh, before, I, I still think I had a really good handle on everything. Um, and then, so once I started exploring TikTok and I saw the way it worked and I saw that like you open the app and it goes straight to the For You page and you're watching videos from people you don't follow. And that's like the main part of the experience. Um, whereas obviously you go on Instagram, you open up the app, you're looking at people who you follow, you're looking at their content. And then maybe once in a blue moon, you hit the little magnifying glass and start searching for other stuff. But I feel like most people aren't doing that on the regular. So I think just because of the fundamental way it's set up, I, I saw, oh, okay. If you have engaging content, it really does. It's really democratized as far as, um, how, uh, how it, it gets pushed out to people. And so you can really build a following quickly if you're making good content. That's true. That's tremendous. I mean, you, you've yeah. been, you've been at it for a while. What has like, what has kept you going? Like you, you've been in the entertainment business for a while. You've been in the industry. You've been in social media. Have you had any moments because like this sort of happened overnight? So would you say, was there leading up to this? Did you at one point throughout your time of creation think like, screw this, I'm out. This is, you know, I'm burnt out. I'm tired of this. As far as social media goes? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, I have those days all the time. (laughs) (laughs) You know, look, I I think with any sort of any creative endeavor, you're going to have peaks and valleys. Sometimes, you know, your content is going to be really well received. Sometimes no one's going to give a crap about it. Um, And obviously on those days, uh, it's tough to find the motivation um, to uh, pick it back up the next day. But when I say tough, I mean that in like a, uh, in sort of a micro sense, because like that feeling is somewhat fleeting. And very soon after that, I'm talking like hours, maybe even minutes after you have that feeling, um, you know, you get another idea, you get excited about something else, something else inspires you, and then you're like right back to it. So um, assuming that continues to happen, which it has for, you know, 24, five years or so since I've been doing creative things professionally. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll keep, keep whacking at it. Keep trucking. What does, how does your, uh, how does your family take it all in? I mean, are you, I take it your folks are still in Israel or do they live here? No, my, I, so I moved to the States, um, uh, when I was two years old to New York city with my family. Um, so they, uh, lived in New York city and that's where I grew up. And then um, they stayed there when I moved out here to LA when I was 18. Um, And they just recently actually, like right before the shutdown happened, they um, packed up and moved to their uh, uh, former vacation home and sort of a place that they rented out most of the year. Um, and now they move there and that's where they live and they've retired and they got out like right, right before the shutdown happened right out of New York. Oh, wow. Got it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Are they, are they schlepping Nacha? So they, are they proud of their, of their son who's, uh, dancing yeah. his way through TikTok, uh, history right now? I mean, you're making it. Yeah. Oh, thank you for saying that. Um, yeah, they're, they're proud. I think there is a certain element of not totally understanding, <laughs> what's, yeah, what's, what's going, going on <laughs> um i think also when i tell my mom like yeah like you know two million plus people are following me there's like a look of worry on her face she's like two million people are doing what to you like <laughs> why are they following you like what did you do you know um uh but I think generally speaking, they, you know, they um, are very proud of any success that I get and, 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 and whether or not they totally wrap their heads around it. Um, they know it's good because um, it pays the bills. You know? Yeah. I mean, before we get into some of the technical questions that I have for you around like TikTok yeah. and, and, and social media, yeah. what I would ask you, cause you have, you've had a, quite a bit of success now. Do you have, it's been always this, com- this, this talk between Gen Z, millennials, people uh, when it comes to brands now. And I'm sure even in these short few months since TikTok has really blown up back in from like March, April here in the States, mm. at least. Um, what are, what's, would you say some tips you would give to people who are deciding to engage with TikTok a bit more and say like, you know, this is where all the cool kids are hanging out. This is where the eyeballs are at. Um, whether it's from yeah. like a brand perspective or from a personal brand perspective, what, what is, what's, where's a good place to start? Uh, well, from a creator's perspective, I would say um, you want to consume uh, at least 
10 to 20 minutes of your For You page every day because that's how you're going to start to understand the trends, the culture, the, the language, the everything. Of t- you know, TikTok is like its own world. And, you know, when you dive into the comment section on a video, you know, there is a real culture that exists on TikTok that doesn't exist on other platforms, in my opinion. How's that? Um, well, you know, there, I think a lot of the, sometimes the value of a piece of content comes in the comment section. Right. Mm. And you'll see people um, either making jokes in the comment section about the video um, or it will spark some other narrative or the video itself is a response to a comment. Um, And sometimes, you know, for instance, um, for whatever reason, people started copying and pasting this one comment that was the lyrics to a I believe a Gloria Stefan song, come on, shake your body, baby, do that conga. Right. And I don't know why, but that just started picking up steam. And I started seeing that in my comment section more and more. And then all of a sudden everybody's making videos responding to those comments using that song. And so there's just this real back and forth between creator and the audience that I think, you know, unless you consume a fair amount of TikTok, you're not going to become familiar with. So um, that's number one, right? You got to consume and you got to kind of understand what's going on in there and what people are doing, what the trends are. You're then, the culture. Um, yeah. And once you start creating, you got to be consistent, right? So um, whatever that means for you, I, I would say when you're starting out, you want to at least post once a day, at least it takes no time at all to make a video, depending on how complicated it, it is. Obviously you can make a video in 30 seconds if you want to. Yeah. Um, uh, And so you want to create this like steady stream of content. You also don't want to be too precious. Don't think about how great a piece of content is because your stupidest video will probably end up going viral. Um, And the one you put no time. Does that annoy you when you like you've invested so much? No, it's it's part of the game. Not at all. I mean, it annoys me a little bit when I put a lot of time into something and nobody cares about it. Sure. Yeah, of course that annoys me, but it does not annoy me at all when something very stupid that I do all of a sudden starts blowing out. I'm just like, okay, cool. Um, whatever works, you know, I think a a big part of TikTok is throwing things against the wall, seeing what sticks. If you can develop formats that are repeatable, you know, that, that always helps because you don't have to think of original ideas every single day. Um, uh, and yeah, I mean, th- those are the main things to like get yourself started. Is it a friendly place now for millennials? I, I remember when I, I dabbled with it in, in, the, in the most starkest times of, 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 yeah. of lockdown. And there was a lot of content uh, or videos going around about like how Gen Z was just ripping on millennials, like showing up now. Oh, now you guys are here. Oh, you're, have, have, you, or have, have you seen the, that change a bit? And also have you seen, for sure. what have you seen TikTok change from like dance videos to now other, other aspects, whether it's around mental health, comedy sketches and such. Yeah. I mean, now you can find literally everything on TikTok. Um, I definitely think it has broadened its audience uh, base or its daily active user base a great deal. Um, I think there, you could absolutely, you know, depending on who you follow and what kind of content you engage with, you could have a for you page experience that is completely free of any dancing teenagers. Um, And uh, but again, like your for you page could be anything that you are interested in, which is kind of the um, 
really cool and really interesting thing about TikTok is that it, I think people have completely different experience, user experiences on the app, depending on what kind of content they're engaging with. So yeah, if you're into cooking, there is so much cooking content. If you're into uh, witchcraft, there's like witchcraft content. If you're into, uh, you know, gardening, there's gardening content. And I really do think that it's going to like potentially take a big chunk out of YouTube because it is free of the fluff, right? Mm -hmm. There's no fluff in these videos. So you could learn how to do something on TikTok without listening to two or three minutes of the creator um, talking about uh, their last video and like, you know, here's my PO box and like, here's this and like, which, which by the way, like is something we're all doing on YouTube and you see a lot of on YouTube because YouTube rewards longer videos and so creators are incentivized to do that but i think tiktok might thrive by eliminating a lot of that and just getting right down to the point where do you see tiktok growing and from here and do you feel like people are late to the game if they join now no 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 no, not at all i think i think um obviously this year is the time to get on tiktok um, so you want to do it if you haven't done it already, you want to do it. Yes. Are you being paid by TikTok to say that or is this all? No, 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 okay. not at all. In fact, <laughs> like I, the truth is, is I, I see, um, legitimate competition with TikTok in Instagram and, and, and things like that. I mean, obviously, you know, I think, I think, um, while TikTok was really starting to kind of divert my attention towards itself, um, uh, Instagram reels came along yeah. and really did from a creator standpoint, I will say really did start to like bring the attention back to Instagram a little bit. Um, and I think depending on how they develop that product, um, you know, where it's sort of like a little, it's a race between the two and, and keeping creators and audiences attention and we'll see what happens. I think there's more consistency on Instagram than there is on TikTok. Um, and TikTok, you know, you can have millions of followers and your yeah. video can still flop. Tremendously. Not does it, does it frustrate you? And I guess what's your strategy around, cause you have a 2 million or so followers now more on TikTok yet. Yeah. I see you just revamped your YouTube channel, but it's, you know, it's, it's still, it's still coming through and you have quite yeah. a bit more on Instagram. Do you find it difficult to bring your followers over and say, Hey, come check me out on Instagram. Hey, follow me on YouTube. Yeah. Why do you yeah, feel I mean, like there's a fall out there and, and, and how do you manage the, yeah. all those platforms? So you can't do too much of that, right? I think one, the content and again, the culture is just inherently different. Um, and so, you know, the, 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 the things that they are consuming are going to change. And some pe- there are people on TikTok who aren't even on Instagram. You know what I mean? So, so there's that. Um, I think, uh, the couple times that it's become very close to getting banned TikTok. Um, I think those moments I saw extreme growth on Instagram because I think people were afraid they weren't going to be able to watch their favorite creators content. So there was, there was definitely sort of like a, not an exodus, but sort of like a, you know, everybody jumped. I need my fix. I need my fix. Let me just get a like, Yeah. yeah. Um, and the truth is, is on, on, um, the YouTube front, uh, I, yeah, I just revamped it and I was making YouTube videos for a couple of years with no success at all. Um, Some of your vlogs I, got did pretty well. 
Some of my vlogs have done really Drone well. over Ireland? Forget about it. Beautiful. I mean, I think, listen, I, when I say no success, um, I mean from a, um, an audience perspective, I found tremendous success in getting to travel the world as a result of, the, I think, the quality of the, the videos I was making. Um, I learned a great deal about um, production and editing and all sorts of stuff. Um, and I, again, yeah, I got to see the world as a result of doing all of that work. And so while it didn't, it never equaled tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of followers on, on YouTube, uh, it created sort of a, a base of knowledge that I took with me to everywhere. Um, and so, yeah, so now I'm, I'm revamping the YouTube and still really trying to navigate and figure out what I want to do there and how to kind of build out what I'm doing on TikTok and make it, uh, different yet familiar and all of those things. It's, it's, it's a process. Um, and so I have yet to kind of go to my TikTok audience and be like, everybody come on over to YouTube, you know, um, hopefully they find me organically. And if not, um, you know. It'll happen over time. So, we, I mean, we just mentioned you are on three different platforms right now, right? Actively in such, when it comes to video, which is face, I'm um, sorry, which is uh, Instagram, YouTube, and, and, and your biggest is TikTok. Yeah. How do you manage the, the, the consistent pressure or the flow of, of content creation? How do you, you know, keep yourself the glass filled with creativity, mm. with your own like, you know, mental awareness and health to be able to project and, and share what you got with the world? I mean, that's, that's the big question. You know that what is, I mean? Yeah. That's, the, that's the big question. I think there is not a creative person on earth that doesn't struggle with that. Um, I have really good days and I have really shitty days. Um, mm. And it really, you know, sometimes you just have to be willing to do the crappy version of an idea or whatever it is you do and be okay with that to just keep the train moving. Um, and sometimes that alone can help you to stumble on something really great and all of a sudden again like you push yourself to make a video on a day that you really didn't even want to make a video and then all of a sudden that video blows up and like does really well so you you just don't know you know same thing with acting you know my acting life I've had auditions that I was really not excited about or um, maybe I wasn't feeling well that day or whatever and then for whatever reason, maybe it's the attitude going into it or whatever it is. Um, that's the job that I book. So you just never know. And I think it's tough, but um, you're not always going to be incredibly inspired. And uh, part of what separates people um, who do this as a hobby and people who do this um, for a living or as a job professionally um, is you still do it on the days that you don't feel like it. Fair enough. That's, that's, that's great. Um, have you experienced some, has some things come to light within your own personal life or some challenges now that you experienced some level of fame? Have those like blown up in a certain way that you haven't experienced in the past? How do you mean? With, you know, with, with, uh, 
perhaps having a, a larger you know space of, of with voice and with being recognized more perhaps now with covid you're a bit more indoors however with and which I don't know if you experienced that yet, being outdoors and with you know people recognizing you and stopping you, and how that would play out in your in your personal life when you know, the camera's off. But I, I'm yeah. curious to know, like you know, from my own experience, once uh, when when certain moments of virality I experienced and and fame and and sort of that that roller coaster of emotions that takes place. What comes along with that is a lot of other types of stuff, which people expect a certain amount of who you are, and they start labeling you a certain type of person or way or being and pigeonholing holding you in, in the way not just in, in your creative art but also as your personality and uh and slowly but surely you know one can for you know sort of lose track of who they are what they are and how they operate in this world so i'm just curious to know and that for me that was a bit of a journey to relocate and find like oh wait a second let me find out what who mayor is again and that helped me recreate and and, and go back into my creative process i wonder right. if that's something that you experienced yet or perhaps you know you're still you know early to the game so tell i'll tell you later son if you want to get through it <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm I not dealing with much of that, obviously, right now, because anytime I am out, I've got a mask on and I might not be wearing my blue card again. Um, <gasps> he takes it off, ladies and gentlemen. It, it comes off. It comes <laughs> off. It just see, you can see it on Instagram. Um, and uh, but who knows? I don't know what what it'll be like once life is sort of back to normal. Um, uh, but I have also uh had moments in my life where i've been recognized because i'm on a tv show and things like that and been around many people who are getting recognized on the regular so like that i also live in los angeles so you know i think that part of life is not completely foreign to me and i don't think will be sort of um a, a big wrench um in my whole psyche or system um I, uh, I, I always love it when I, when I see somebody on the street that appreciates what I do. Um, it's happened a couple times since the whole TikTok thing happened, you know, people screaming out of their car or whatever, like, I love your videos, like that kind <laughs> yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, uh, but that's it, you know? Yeah. Have you had yeah. to like, let go of certain dreams to create space for new ones? Oh, that's an interesting question. Um, hmm. I would say I have not let go of any dreams. I reschedule them sometimes. Hmm. Um, and I also, and I think those dreams also evolve. Um, and so while, you know, I am desperate to, uh, write and direct and star in my own movie um, soon. I've written and directed a short that did really well and won awards all over the world. Um, I really want to do a feature. Um, uh, and I think now that this whole TikTok thing is going on, yeah. um, you know, they, they those plan. I'm not letting go of those plans. Those plans are, are morphing into different things. And now I'm thinking about how to take this character that I've, created on TikTok and build that out into different platforms and formats and things like that. That's, that's really great. That's really to, to pivot, to grow, to see what, what's the opportunity in front of you and then, yeah. and to make that happen. Yeah. That's, you got like Bob and weave, like, like a boxer. That's it. That's right. That's yeah. right. So with the, um, 
with with the growth of TikTok, and you have you know you like you mentioned earlier on to to create certain characters or sort perhaps certain like you know recurring events or recurring recurring videos that could come up. If, yeah. Just want to how did you come up with the because one of the few things that well, actually one of the main things that pop up when you type into Google your name is who is Adam Rose's wife or what, where could she, like all these questions around your wife. Does he have a wife? Is she real? And yeah. um, that, and it's, yeah. a, it's a hilarious character that how she shows up in, um, in your videos. Yeah. Where, where did that idea come from? Is it based off real life? Is it um, a, so, so um, the people demand to when know. I was making, when I was making YouTube videos, uh, my real wife, uh, would show up in them sometimes. And, you know, she's not like an in front of the camera kind of person. And so uh, it was always sort of something, you know, that she just wasn't crazy about. So um, once I stopped making YouTube videos for a while, and then I started making videos again on TikTok, um, and I was by myself, uh, but my wife was here, I you know, I knew not to try and get her to like get in on my videos. Um, but I wanted to sort of make, I wanted to make fun of myself. Uh, and so the wife actually started, my wife's TikTok started, um, after my first dance went viral and, uh, and people were like, (laughs) Like what, what does your family think of you like dancing in your sweatpants <laughs> like uh, on TikTok, you know, in this video that's getting millions of views. And so I made a video of like a behind the scenes of me making the dance. And it was like the camera moving up to my doorway and seeing me through the crack in the door, like doing the dance. And then it cuts to my wife watching me and it's my wife's TikTok. Um, right. Uh, and and that's it i just so you know it just kind of grew from there people loved it um they wanted to see more of her she started her own tiktok account and now she's got almost two hundred thousand followers wow that is tremendous i know and she's gonna make her instagram debut soon hey all right there you go there you go look out and what how well do you have the handle already prepared what to look out for it's my wife's TikTok on Instagram as well. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. The the amount of creation that you're doing is, is quite a bit. And here you are opening up another account for you know your wife's TikTok and your wife's Instagram. Do you have a team around you? Are you outsourcing, editing? I mean, just on a more technical aspect, is it all you right now? Um, everything except for my YouTube at the moment. Um, my YouTube, I'm shooting myself and... Uh, I have an editor uh, that is helping me um, get those together. Uh, And then, you know, I give notes and that kind of thing. Um, When I start making uh, more narrative stuff on YouTube, that won't be the case. It'll still just be me. Um, But when it comes to Q and A's and unboxings and things like that, uh, uh, I will, I'll employ an editor to help me with that stuff. Just, just to lighten the load a little bit. So it's safe to say right now, TikTok, social media is, is your way of making money. This is how you support yourself. Uh, Yeah. Social media is how I'm supporting myself or that's like how income is coming in right now. In addition to like residuals from television shows that I've done. 
um, or that are out right now. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's been, it's been very, I've been very fortunate to, to, to continue working while um, the rest of the world is, is going through, I mean, we're all going through this really tough time, um, but I've been fortunate enough to be able to continue making an income during that, which has and been, um, I feel lucky. That is, that's truly incredible. And, and, you know, you've taken a pretty, you know, uncomfortable and challenging situation and, and, took the time to be creative and, and it really bore some fruit for you, which is pretty awesome. Congratulations on that. Thanks. For those who are a bit interested in like the maybe technicalities around it, like, and I'm, I'm curious as well, is TikTok and like send you a check is, do they have the same type of, you know, monetization like Facebook has and YouTube has, is that, or, or is it more from brand deals saying, Hey, you know, we'll send you a product. Fantastic ad you did with Alexa. Very funny. Um, oh, thank you. Very, very great. So, or, or is it, or is it more like, for example, like an Alexa will send you a product, you do a review and you know, and you get paid to that. Yeah. Way so it's, so it's both. Um, I'm part of what's called the TikTok creator fund. Um, which uh, pays you sort of per view. Um, it's, it, it is not a ton of money at all. Um, when you go viral, obviously it can be a little bit more. Um, it's not no money. Um, and so uh, every month you can kind of like cash out uh, and it connects to your PayPal. Um, and cool. so that's how that works. That's um, awesome. And then also I think a lot of creators, I don't do this as much, but a lot of creators uh, go live and accept donations and things like uh, that from people. Why don't so you go live? Way. I go live sometimes. I'm just, I'm, I just don't do it on the regular, like for donations, you know, mm-hmm. that's, um, I, I, I go live when I want to like answer questions and, and, or maybe do something fun or, you know, merch? I'm, I'm going to start uh, merch will is in, in the works right Yo. now. I'm actually, ex- I'm, I'm expecting a package uh, <laughs> any day now. Bro, uh, the for, holiday season is coming up. An ugly sweater, an Adam Rose ugly sweater. I'm, I'm so sure ahead of you. I'm Yo, so dude, ahead of, of you. I, I, <laughs> but of course you are. Uh, cardigan merch is, is 100% coming and I'm very excited about it. All the designs are really fun. And, uh, and just being able, like, I've been working on this for months because mm. trying to source cardigans for merch is it's not cheap it's just it's not even about the money it's just no one does it yeah no one does it Mm -hmm. like every merch company they do t-shirts they do sweatshirts they do mugs they do all the stuff but the one thing no no one does (laughs) cardigans cardigans. and so it's been a bit challenging trying to get get it off the ground but i do think we're on to something and it's going to happen Fantastic. That's, that's really exciting. And will you also have the, also like the cliche merch, like shirts and caps and. and Absolutely. So there will be cardigan merch, but then in addition, there will be shirts, there will be hats, there will be um, uh, 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 mugs, uh, there will be uh, masks, there will be, uh, there's going to be all sorts of stuff uh, that I'm very excited about it. And, and, and I think, you know, people who are fans of mine will really like it. And even people who aren't fans of mine will, will dig it as well. Yeah. Or, or who have no idea who I am, I guess I should say. <laughs> Yet after they hear this podcast, they'll be all over you, buddy. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. These are facts. Wow. So that's, 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 that's very exciting. What yeah. are, um, how has, well, before that, actually, I wanted to ask you the genesis of your viral dance. Yeah. How did that, how did that come about? And which one? 
Very good. Well, you know, for, for me, the way, you know, I was introduced to you was, yeah. is, you know, the foe, the, the row. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. The, Boom. Yeah. For those who are, who are listening right now and not watching, Adam was literally just, you know, acting out the dance. Oh uh, yeah. I forgot we're on a podcast. Not just <laughs> um, yes. The flow, the crow, the no. Um, so that is, was the alternative woe challenge. And how did I come? Honestly, like those dances. Um, and you have done a, quite idea. a few more. I mean, those, and they're I've all hilarious. I've done three yeah. now. I've done yeah. three now and they've all, been pretty successful. The second one was actually more successful than the first one. That one did like 23 plus million views and has over 130,000 videos of people doing the dance. Wow. Um, yeah. Um, that's insane. So, yeah. So that how that's, I mean, I get these ideas in the shower mainly probably because it's the only place I'm not looking at my phone. <laughs> Do you um, shower more often now to get those ideas? Um, I, I, I want to say yes, but I, but th- no, I see because I already showered once a day before I got these ideas. Mm. And so more than once a day is just out of hand. It's excessive. Um, especially during quarantine when there's really no point. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying uh, a, a way to generate more ideas. I mean, if, if those ideas are I happening should. in the shower, it's like, you know, just, Hey honey, I'm, it's, it's, it's brainstorming time. Shower. It's like that, that Seinfeld episode where Kramer just spends all of his time in the shower, um, <laughs> starts much. cooking in there. Um, uh, yeah, no, I, sh- I, I, the truth is, is that what I need to do is schedule more time away from my phone because I think that's really the, the key to it all. That's where I get the idea. And then, um, and, and those dances are really just my way of kind of lampooning uh, trends on TikTok. And so it's sort of an inside joke. Again, it's a result of uh, consuming a fair amount of TikTok, understanding the culture, understanding the the language, understanding what dance moves are the most popular and things like that. And then being able to kind of turn them on their head and create a satire out of it. Tremendous. Do you, do you, do you have a certain fear around, you know, what if TikTok gets banned, you know, or the algorithm, you know, some of the other issues that took place on the other platforms, people got upset that YouTube's algorithm, Instagram algorithm started changing how they show contacts and, and, and share it. Are you, type of any fear around that or you're just you're in for the ride a uh, couple things uh no first the short answer no long answer i don't think tiktok's going anywhere i think that was a bunch of bs mm-hmm. that was politics stuff that um i don't think there was ever actually a chance of it getting banned um uh that being said if it were to get banned I still wouldn't be that upset because one, I do think there would be a huge migration over to my Instagram again. Um, two, uh, currently, and this is just the way the commerce works on social media at the moment. I don't know if this is true for every creator, but it's true for me. Um, I have about a tenth of the following on Instagram than I do on TikTok, and yet brands, um, the way they spend money as far as social media goes and maybe TikTok almost getting banned has something to do with this, but I can basically get paid for this, the same amount for an Instagram post as I would for a TikTok post. And I've got a 10th of the following on Instagram. So that sort of tells you how much money brands are willing to spend on Instagram versus TikTok as a result of its sort of volatility. Mm. 
That's very interesting. And that's some valuable yeah. information for those who, yeah. are, who are listening and how to go about perhaps their business if they want to keep doing that. Cool. So let me, let me, let me ask you this. How has success changed for you, Adam, through, you know, through the years? Or, you know, I would say what success, how you define success now as uh, with your goals around entertainment and when you perhaps started off in your, I mean, I know you started off early on in your, since you were nine, but um, yeah. perhaps in your twenties, how did that change? Um, well, I think probably in my twenties, my idea of success was a, as, as an actor, as an entertainer was a pretty standard one. I wanted to star in my own series, star in movies, you know, Oscar. win Emmys, win, win Oscars, that kind of thing. Um, I still want those things. Uh, <laughs> but I think um, as um, technology has, has changed and the business has changed, I think now my idea of success is really um, um, building an empire <laughs> <laughs> uh, of my own and then um, doing with that uh, kind of wherever the my you know creative energy is is mm -hmm. flowing um i always talk about the rock i love the rock um, the rock's a big I, fan of the podcast really oh yeah, no hell no hell no hey what's up the rock um <laughs> yeah i love the rock uh, i always ask myself what would yeah. the rock do um <laughs> i i do i i think he's really really smart yeah um no and doubt. he's Obviously, he's the highest paid actor in the world. He's the most followed um, actor in the world. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And the, his brand's uh, all over the place. I mean, from tequila to, to like to to shoes, apparel to shoes. All sort, yeah. yeah. And so, uh, you know, the, the old, I think it's a Jay-Z line, you know, I'm, I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman, right? Yes. Um, I, that is kind of where my head is at. I'm um, looking to um, build my personal brand and uh uh while doing so creating a lot of really fun um uh humorous uh engaging captivating content that um brings some joy to people and that's sort of my space i think i i think the rock is really good with like motivation and like working out and stuff and like so i want to do that but with people like laughing <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. that's beautiful. Did you grow up in a home of laughter? Is that something that you were surrounded with? Yeah, I think I grew up in a home with all of the emotions. Um, You're a human uh, being. Yeah, we had all, <laughs> I mean, but, but, but I think laughter was something that was how I, you know, that was how I got my way. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. if I wanted to stay up past my bedtime, my parents were like hanging out with their friends or whatever, yeah. but I was supposed to be in bed. Like I knew that I would be able to kind of stay up and hang if I could come out and get a laugh. And if I could do that, they kind of forget. It's like a trick, right? They kind of forget that I was supposed to be in bed. We'll keep this kid around um, a bit longer. Entertain us. Yeah. Yes. There was an element of that. And I think that was honestly like a, a, a huge influence of how I learned timing and a lot of performance and just all sorts of things. I, 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 um, I don't, I don't credit those moments enough. So mm. I will do so now. 
Fantastic. You can send this one to your mom and dad and the family. Yeah, exactly. Send it on the WhatsApp group. They'll, <laughs> They'll appreciate be very that. Happy. Yeah, it would yeah. be. The, um, is there a, you've, you've collabed with a bunch of different celebrities um, on TikTok and different videos and obviously sharing the screen with some legends, um, which I'd like to touch on after this question, which is, sure. is there a, a celebrity or well-known person out there that you would like to collaborate with on, on your next video? Who is that person? The Rock. <laughs> ah, The Rock. Given. All right, The Rock. Um, yeah, no, The Rock I mean, is definitely one. I just saw um, uh, Mandy Patinkin is on TikTok. That would be fun. I also, you know, there's some like TikTokers that that I really like that that I hope to make videos with at some point. Um, uh, like the Willy Wonka guy. I like the Willy Wonka guy. Mm. Um, I just feel like Cardigan guy plus Willy Wonka guy would kind of go together. That's solid. That's a sh- um, that's a shit right there. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, so there, there's, there's a few in my, but I, I enjoy working with people and, 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 uh, you know, tapping into different people's audiences. And I, I think people in my audience are always really excited to see people they recognize in my videos. So mm. yeah. Cardigan guy, cardigan guy, cardigan guy. I, I know you're, you're sort of secretive when it comes to the cardigan, but like as much as you would like to share with like, yeah. Was it by a fluke? Was it thought out? Like, this is going to be my thing? Did someone just, like you say, you went through the comments, you're like, wow, people are commenting about this cardigan. Let me just wear mm. this more. And how no, many of these cardigans was, do you have? It was so much less cool than that. Um, <laughs> I, I, when I started making TikToks, it was like November, December of 2019, right? Like less than a year ago. Um, I would wake up in the morning um, drink my coffee and watch TikTok, And it was kind of chilly in my house. So I put on whatever cardigan or sweatshirt I had lying around. Um, and then I, then and I started making videos and I would make a couple of videos in the morning. Like when, if I got inspired as I was scrolling through TikTok, uh, and it was around the same time I, I thought of that dance, the alternative vote challenge. When I did that dance, I was wearing the cardigan, went very viral. And then, when it was time to make it put out another video afterwards. Cause you know, that's the weird, the, the weirdest part about a viral video is like, what do you put out after that? Yeah. Like what, what's the next piece of content? Like, you know, it's not, it's not going to go as viral obviously. So like, do you have to lead it up with something insane? But anyway, whatever it was, I don't even remember what it was. Um, I was like, I want people to know that that was me. So I wore the cardigan in my next video and then it just, I was like, you know what? I always want people to know that it's me and therein lies personal brand. And, nice. uh, and, and I just, it just sort of stuck. Mm-hmm. And, and now it's become just such an integral part of, <laughs> I, I made one video like soon after I started wearing it where I wasn't, I was wearing a sweatshirt or something and people were not happy. They were very <laughs> upset about it. They were tired. Yeah. There's an emotional connection yeah. with that cardigan. They were just like, who is this? And what have you done with Adam? <laughs> like that. Back. Wow. Yeah. The, how many of the cardigans do you have? Just the one? Um, this is what I refer to as the hero cardigan. As Adam poses. Yes. Yeah. This is, this is the hero cardigan. Um, I, uh, there are backups, if you will, in case of emergency, like in a glass case, 
but uh, but this is the museum. one that I wear. That's the one. Yeah. And yeah, yeah are you willing yeah, to yeah. share where you got the cardigan? I actually sewed this myself. Facts. Not, but uh, <laughs> I um, no. You know, I I I've just never answered that question. Probably because I, you know, again, I'm I'm going to have my own line of cardigans, and mm-hmm. so the person who made this you plan to wear every cardigan before you send it out yes every cardigan sold will have been worn by me um and we'll have and you'll you know it'll smell authentic yes it will 100 we'll have a somewhat of a dna perhaps of you exactly a little tiny bit of dna no this is horrible this is like the worst commercial ever for my merch Uh, guys (laughs) All of the merch will be sanitized and uh, completely free from use. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll leave this. We'll we'll leave that into the podcast for, for you, Adam. No problem. We won't edit that one out. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I do want to just. You have an imp- impressive. I mean, yes, now you've experienced a heck of a lot of you know success around TikTok and social media, but you know, mm-hmm. to to not just talk about your your hustle and how you've been showing up in the, in the actor world is quite impressive. And you've worked with some amazing actors and directors. Um, and, and one of which is my favorite and perhaps you've gotten this a lot, but earlier on you, you worked with um, in, de- in de- deconstructing Harry uh, with Robin Williams. And, yep. and you know, that's something that I'm just curious to know. You were young, you were nine, at, I believe at the time. I was. You were, how was that experience um, if you working with um, Robin? Total blast. He um, couldn't have been nicer and warmer. Um, uh, he was obviously already kind of a, a hero to me. And uh, yeah, we worked for a few days on that film. And, um, you know, during the off hours, like we'd just be hanging out, like sitting on a stoop and he would be there talking to me and my mom and like people come over and ask for autographs and he'd sign autographs. And like, we were talking about Nintendo 64 and video games. I mean, he was just like a really nice, nice man, obviously extremely talented and extremely funny, but like, um, you know, off camera was more quiet and soft-spoken than anything else. Um, and, uh, and then when we were on camera and we were doing it like, you know, he was improvising with me and also, and I was a kid and he treated me like an equal and, and that's the kind of guy he is or or that's the kind of guy he was. Sure. And, and with Woody Allen, how was that? He, he being the director of the film. Yeah, uh, I think as as people would expect, you know, he's a character. He's he's got a bit of neuroses, but he was also incredibly uh, nice to me and um, welcoming, and also uh, gave me the freedom to really do whatever I want. He he says this to all of his actors, including the children, apparently. That like, hey, this is my script, but um, this is what the scene is about. But you could say whatever you want. Like you don't have to say any of these words or you could say some other words or whatever kind of feels right. And then the other thing is, is you have no idea uh, what the movie's about. You only know your scenes and that's all. Nobody has the whole script. And so the only person who knows what the whole movie is, is him or if you're in every scene. Um, Is is that difficult to, to get into character, to know, you know, there's the whole idea of like the backstory and, and to know where this is going. 
No, I don't, I don't subscribe too much to that methodology of like, you know, figuring out uh, your character's favorite food and right. they what they have for school. lunch. I'm exactly. And all that stuff. I think, it's, I, I think a, a, a bit of that is important, obviously. So, you know, like what, where your character's coming from, but um and obviously I was nine years old. So I was just like, they were like, stand here and say that. And I was like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Oh, that's great. That's, yeah. that's amazing. Where do you, where, where do you see yourself in the, in the next five years? Where do you see Adam Rose and the brand? Where do you see that? How that expanding? Um, without giving anything away about plans that I have, I would say, I would expect to see a lot more videos um, for social media. I would expect to see um, me on TV a lot more. I would expect to see me eventually um, uh, coming out with a feature film. Right. And, um, uh, and, and, and that I think would be a fair amount of things for five years. Bam. Well, if, if you know, I just feel like we have like a certain vibe and we both rock beers. So if you need like a stand in or like a stunt double, totally. if not, if yes. the rock is not around, I mean, I'll be happy to like, you know, help. Yeah. Out. I was thinking the rock for a stand. Wait, Good. can I ask you who, who is the rabbi over your shoulder? Oh. You, I'm, I'm looking at you on zoom and I see, <laughs> but can I, I, I see a picture of a rabbi, Yes, but it really looks like the guy from NYPD blue. Uh, <laughs> Wait, so you're referring, the, you're referring to, yeah, Adam, Adam is right now referring to a, a, a painting behind, I'm in my parents' home right now for the weekend. And that's a, a, a painting of the Lubavitcher Rebbe, Rabbi Benachem Mendel Schneerson. And he's the, oh. uh, he's the seventh Lubavitch, like leader of the Chabad movement, the Orthodox Jewish movement, which um, I'm part of, which I grew up in. And so- Can I uh, just- I, I'm, I have to just name the person that I'm thinking of. And maybe for your listeners, you'll have to like, you'll have to just show them a picture of, 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 of that, of that oh, painting, yeah, we- as well as a picture of Dennis Franz, who looks, I mean, tell me that doesn't look. <laughs> Hold it up to the like, camera. Like Dennis Franz, <laughs> but with uh, the rabbi's beard and hat. Tell me that's not the same person. That's. All right, I mean, all right. Come on, there look is, at that. Look at those eyes. <laughs> the piercing. Oh, okay. There we go. The piercing eyes. I mean, that looks like the same person. Wow, wow. I will. Um, I just thought it we'll was leave like it up. We'll really... put it up there on the um, on the gram. Do a poll or something. I feel. I felt like that would be a re- like a really interesting piece of pop art or something like Dennis Franz as a rabbi. <laughs> <laughs> Very specific and peculiar. Adam, have 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 you heard of the Lavish Rebbe? Are you familiar with Chabad? Uh, I mean, I'm familiar with Chabad. I'm right now riffing. I, I'm riffing. Yeah, yeah, I have not. I have not heard of that person specifically. Now, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Should I have? Should or shouldn't? I mean, definitely yeah. a in a, a, a incredible leader in the in the past Famous century. Famous rabbi, sure. truly. Yeah, yeah, tremendous. Gotcha. Yeah, it's actually quite interesting because Tim Ferriss recently had uh, uh, Sir rabbi jonathan Sachs on his podcast mm. and it was quite quite impressive because tim did his research quite well and he asked him a bit about you know sir john rabbi jonathan Sachs' history and uh jonathan Sachs became a rabbi 
due to the inspiration from, from the rabbi that you saw behind me. And there's a whole right. incredible stories. Yeah, quite an incredible man. Uh, that's a whole nother podcast uh, for that. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, just a, two more questions for you. One of which Please. is, I'm just curious to know, because I just was fascinated. At one point in my life, I, I did a little volunteering in a hospital and I was um, like a clown. And would go about and, and you know making kids happy. It was, it was a, a, a small stint, but it was it was quite impressive and uh, and so rewarding. But I know you've done a you actually went to school for clowning, and so in my yeah funny yeah so uh, funny you, <laughs> you don't seem that. so thrilled uh, about that me bringing that yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it, well, no, it's just funny because we were just talking about like Wikipedia pages and like yes. how factual they are. So I didn't actually go to clown school per se. I went to a performing arts school. And one of the things that I had to study was clowning, uh, right? So I went to LaGuardia High School in New York City. Shout um, out LaGuardia. Yeah, performing arts. Um, and I was Not a drama point. major. Mm-hmm. And, and so as a drama major at LaGuardia, I mean, you're... You know, you, half of your day is academic, and then the other half of your day is either your studio where you're doing theater and things like that, or you're dancing, or you are learning how to do stage makeup, or you mm-hmm. are learning how to um, uh, clown, or, you know, I mean, so you're really, they're giving you the full gamut of, uh, of, of, uh, of performance school, and so you get to dabble in kind of everything. You do Shakespeare, you do that. Um, but I loved clowning and I, I'm absolutely certain that it informs things I'm doing today. Mm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Cool. Well, we got to update that IMD uh, For real profile For real. because that's, well, we got to get that. Once we, we have that wiki. Wikipedia page, yeah. then that, then we're really off to the races. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm not even kidding. This is going to change your life. It's going to change we'll your see. life in many, we'll many see. ways. People will stop thinking I'm a wrestler. Maybe. <laughs> right. Well, hopefully by now, like he's mentioned, he perhaps changed his name. So, that that nope. problem will nope still nope. not. <laughs> you nope. have it an update on your on your phone. Yeah, like, I'm waiting. One get day. The lawyer's on One it. Day. Yeah, got my 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 Google alerts still on, and he pops up still. So, Adam, you're a true joy to speak with and 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 share space with. You're it's it's quite it's you know you sound you're 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 grounded. You seem quite humble and very real and and you know, Thanks, man. yeah, mindful of like who you are, what you are. And it's cool to see how, you know, with the fame that and the experience that you've had in your life, yet you are quite approachable and, and come off as you are on screen, as you are off screen, um, Thanks, though it's still on screen, um, yeah, literally man. wearing the same thing you do in all your videos, but you know, it's nice <laughs> to get it then. <laughs> a deeper sense. You caught, of, you caught me in the middle of making my videos, man. I do them every day. Truly, huh? You got on schedule. You got a whole plan. Wake up in the morning. Every, got, every day. Got a routine. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Amazing. You, so, I mean, so I, I'm just curious, do you have a certain ritual or a certain mindfulness practice or do you, how do you just stay present and, to, and real and grounded for who you, to who you are? Wow. Um, I think I'm working on that all the time. Um, I've gone through bouts of meditating every day, but, but have failed to really make it a, a habit. Um, I think I am. Oh, I'm so sorry. Don't be sorry. Um, Maybe we'll get headspace to come reach out and like do like a branding deal, you know, and they'll push you to. Yeah, like, exactly. Then that'll, that'll really get me motivated. <laughs> yes. Um, pay me to med- meditate and I'll do it. Um, <laughs> 
uh, all, all for the right reasons. <laughs> right, exactly. It's, so it's keep, um, you, keep you grounded and present. Yep. So, yeah, but I, I you know, I, I, I could use more of that in my life, I think, when it comes to um, uh, uh, mental, mental, I don't know if it's mental health is the right word, but just like, you know, making sure that I, I take time to like quiet my mind and recharge and, and kind of um, drown out the loudness of the universe, uh, not to get too hippy dippy. Mm -hmm. um, uh, because, you know, we, we, we're living in crazy times and it can be overwhelming sometimes. And then also, yeah, juggling the amount of things that um, someone, you know, an online creator, uh, juggling that with acting and things like that. Um, it's a lot of stuff. And one needs time to um, uh, quiet the mind and take time for that. And so I'm, I'm, I'm not great at that, but I'm trying to get better. Fantastic. Wow. Adam, what is a great day for you? Oh man, what's a great day for me? Um, it comes in so many forms, but I would say a great day always starts off with um, my latte. Drink a latte every morning. That's how I start. Mm. Um, I would love a day when I scroll through the news in the morning and I'm bored by it and yeah. just don't even care about any of the stuff that's happening and can just scroll right on by because it doesn't sound like it's too horrible. <laughs> that would be great. Um, then I would create something that would be incredibly well received and probably go viral. <laughs> and then... Um, I would, um, you know, uh, spend some time with uh, my wife and our dogs and maybe have a really great dinner um, and uh, a drink at the end of the night and then watch some of our favorite TV. Um, I mean, those, I love those days. But then, you know, obviously I love a day when we're like going to Italy, you know, that's fun <laughs> too. Um, but as far as like my everyday if I could have those things, um, I'd, I, I feel really good. And obviously creating a video and it going viral could be replaced by me going to work on a TV show and then coming home, which just doesn't seem like it's, um, you know, in the cards at the moment, but mm. in the future it will be. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, Adam, thank you so much for your, your time and your sharing and, uh, and for all the incredible laughs and positive energy that you put onto the world. You're, you're a true light and uh, an inspiration. Hey, man, I really appreciate you saying all of that. And thank you for having me on. This was fun. Awesome sauce, man. Where could people find you and how could they keep up with what you're up to? Uh, Real Adam Rose everywhere uh, at Real Adam Rose. And then um, I'm on YouTube I think it's youtube.com slash Adam Rose official. It's Ooh. the only place I'm not real Adam Rose, which is annoying. Um, but find me there and uh, you'll find me on your TV all the time too, probably. There you go. And of course, look out for the Wikipedia page coming out soon. Exactly. You find me on Wikipedia very <laughs> soon, coming shortly. Yes, sir. Nothing sexier than that. Adam, have a great day. Thanks again. You're a rock star, man. Thanks so much, man. You too. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for tuning into the podcast, friends. Thank you so much, Adam Rose, for 
making the time and to sharing your wisdom and your journey with me and with all of us today on the podcast episode. And friends, if you haven't yet, here's a little uh, reminder. I just released a children's book called The Kid's Book About Optimism. That's right. It's all about optimism. It's a beautiful, fantastic way to tune in and share the message of optimism with your own self. By the way, seriously, I've been getting incredible feedback from kids and kids at heart who uh, have been gaining a lot through the pages of the book, as well as it's a great way and a great gift for your nephews, nieces, your kids, your friends' kids. You know, there's, there's all different ways of sharing the love. So you can check that out. Uh, at akidsbookabout.com slash optimism or you could really find the link on my Instagram or any of my social medias. You can find it there. So thank you so much. If you have already purchased the book, I thank you so I thank you from the deepest parts of my heart. It goes a long way. And I'd love to hear from you to hear about how you enjoyed the book. What you what was your best parts, where you think it uh, it could perhaps have done better. Your thoughts on optimism, how you believe and how you live uh, through optimism, through the lens of optimism every single day. Uh, let me know. I'd love to connect with you. So, okie dokie. This uh, ending is going a bit long, so I'm going to cut off now. But hey, be back here next Monday for a new podcast episode. Another great day awaits. And until then, stay positive, be happy. I'm Eric Kay, and have a great day.